Hey, I'm Luis. And this is Luis. And welcome to the Content is Profit podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content. All this while having a good time. The goal of this podcast is simple. To entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. Let's go. Welcome. We got the crowd going crazy today. Studio collab for my birthday. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, uh, bro, I was going to bring it up, but now you, you just look weird. You bring it up about your own birthday. But yes, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, brother. We, we, we texted for about two hours like early this morning, and you were not the first person to say happy birthday to me. I am a little hurt. Well, you got your wife. You, you woke up you right next been, to your wife. So no, she is your first one. Oh, no. She was sleeping as soon as I got up. That <laughs> you should have been like, bro, happy birthday. You know, for all those years that I forget today is that year. <laughs> I want more. <laughs> I, I was like, I'll redeem more. myself next year. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're ready to uh, talk about content today. The best part of my day. And then we're going to go go-karting tonight. Oh, boy. If you want to join us, let us know. Send us a DM. If you're in, uh, if you're in Jacksonville, fun. Florida. There what we are we go. talking about today? Oh, I like this one. TikTok or Instagram, you must choose. Ooh. Oh, baby. Yeah, the we, data uh, has come out. The, the truth. The truth has come out. We saw some interesting data, interesting articles going around about declarations of Meta, things that they want to say, things that they don't want to say, and uh, how this translates into their most recent competition on TikTok, advertising, and much, much more. Smooth. Oh, that was, that was solid. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you're listening... Um, What's your preferred platform? Is it Instagram? Is it TikTok? And uh, let me know after you listen to this episode. Is that changing? Hmm. Maybe, maybe. All right. You want to get started or do you want me to get started? Well, let's just add a little bit of context to to this, right? So there was an internal paper called the Creators Reels State of the Union 2022 that came out in Meta with a bunch of data, right? Pertinent to Instagram Reels and TikTok because Facebook, well, Meta now, is doing the transition to more of that content, right? Because we live in a short form video type of world where the consumers are just diving into that. Yeah. So they're, you know, pivoting a little bit. Their numbers have decreased. I don't remember the exact uh, moment, but recently they pretty much um, kind of like revealed their first loss and it was something like 600 million, something like that, you know. Pocket change for those guys, probably. Uh, are you doing your research? Uh, yes, it was like the first the first uh, downwards revenue. Yeah, the first um, uh, ever. loss reporting that they did <laughs> yeah. on their on their public, public statement, I guess. Um, yeah, we need to get educated on that. That aside, it's pretty interesting, some of the data that they came out. And, you know, the Wall Street Journal published this article sharing some of it, sharing some opinions, you know. Honestly, it's very objective, but obviously... We got the content is profit opinion over here. So let's get it started. Why don't you read some of this? I'm about to go sneeze right here on the side <laughs> and then I'll be back. Yeah, you'll be back. But um, I love that this article came out right in time because uh, a couple of weeks ago, you probably are familiar with 
started to test different things in different platforms, right? Uh, obviously, different style of content. And uh, for those that are just tuning into Content is Profit, we talk about something called the content ecosystem, right? Your publishing platform, whether that starts on a podcast, whether that starts on a YouTube channel, long form video, right? And then that gets uh, multi-purpose in different ways, right? Whether that's an idea or a specific format, right? That's the, the short version of it, right? In the last couple of weeks, we've been testing a lot of content on shorts, on reels, uh, the same content, different content, different styles, different recording styles. And it's been pretty interesting to see the data, not only in us, but with people that we work with. Uh, what do people respond to in different platforms, right? It could be the same video and it might be very different. But anyways, uh, so this paper came through and, um, and a lot of that feedback, I guess, started to make a lot of sense. We're like, well, why is it that in one platform it might be better than the other one, depending on what we say or how we say it or how it's presented to that audience, right? So I love the fact that, for example, Instagram users are spending 17.6 million hours a day watching reels, less than one-tenth of the 197.8 million hours TikTok users spend each day on the platform. So this is part of why a lot of people are referring to TikTok as the platform to be is because obviously there's a lot of people watching more content over there, so they have to be presenting more options, I feel like. So um, I love that, obviously, that is one crazy comparison because Instagram has uh, historically been the leader at some of these short-form uh, platforms, even though they started as a image only, uh, platform. So do you have anything else in, in on that one, Fonzie? Yeah. I mean, um, I'm looking here, right. And some of the, the platform talks about the audiences. So yeah, you got a hundred and something million hours of content viewed, but that is majority people that is less than 25 years old, right? Mm -hmm. Whether Facebook content is majority people above 25 year old, years old, which they have what? Spending power. And, you know, when it comes to business and the businesses that are trying to advertise in these platforms, you want people with purchasing power. You want people that are going to buy your products. So I would love to see, and I know Meta didn't want to share their numbers on, you know, revenue and stuff like that, but I would love to see a comparison on kind of like directly correlated on this sense, right? Like how much money um, are they making maybe through just, maybe just through advertising on reels compared to like the TikTok advertising. Yeah. Right. Okay. And um, there's another point that is going to tie back to this and we can talk about it later on, but uh, it has to be with advertisement that I think is, is really important. Yeah. I mean, I think it's very important to, you know, to maybe decipher a little bit on, on the content side we have, the organic side, which a lot of creators start that way, right? There's no money behind that content. Uh, they maybe they might not be selling anything, right? But on this podcast, right, we explore like what's that conjunction between uh, your business and the creator side of things. So obviously, we're assuming that we're monetizing somewhat or somehow that content that we're putting out there, and that's that's the goal, right? Whether that's an organic type of content or obviously paid. So on the organic side, right, a lot of people have been reporting that the engagement is not the same, obviously, on Reels. Maybe there are companies mm -hmm. and people that have uh, built a brand or built a community where maybe the engagement is, is down and the easy answer, the easy exit, I feel like, and I feel like this is an excuse for a lot of creators, is the algorithm is not friendly enough, right? And I feel at the end of the day, like, there's different levers that we can, we can play. And I think this is super interesting, right? Because we talked over the last few episodes about the quality of the content, right? The talent 
your own talent on how to deliver that content. Maybe it's the format, maybe it's volume, right? Maybe we have very little volume to test different things. But for example, one of the things here that they said on the Reels State of the Union uh, this year was uh, that Reels engagement has been falling down 13.6% over the previous four weeks. And that most Reels users have no engagement whatsoever, right? So obviously, right, if people are looking at this, uh, it might be seen as something negative for that user and they might decide to move other platforms, right? Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, right, does that engagement really translate into sales or traffic of different things? And I have a very practical example that we can break down in a little bit with our own show and our own promotion, right? Even TikTok and Shorts and other platforms, maybe the viewership might be higher, Reels, every single person that clicks on that link uh, translates into a listener to our show. So for us, that's a very valuable platform because percentage-wise, it's more attractive for us to put some content out there and uh, and share our views in the platform because they're transferring into the podcast. So thank you if you're coming from Instagram. Yeah. This is what, what I think. I think Instagram is trying to rebrand, right? They're trying to like reposition themselves in a way and, you know, not too long ago, when the CEO of Instagram, he shared that you're going to start seeing more, you know, uh, posts from people that you don't follow, right? That you're going to get more kind of like recommendations on your feed. A lot of people, he got a lot of backlash from pretty big people. And some of the quotes were like, hey, we want Instagram back to being Instagram. So, you know, when I see this of less engagement, the first thing that comes to mind is that all these social medias have its their own purpose, right? Like personally for Facebook, I go usually for the Facebook groups, right? Uh, Reddit, you got the communities, right? TikTok strictly for like entertainment and lose brain cells. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I enjoy it. I enjoy going and just like, entertainment but it's not like oh let me yeah, find out t- some information TikTok is a cost funds yeah it's not productive but uh, <laughs> but then you got instagram right and instagram has its purpose too and it's usually to see what the people that you follow and that you're interested like are doing to keep up with what they're doing so by doing all these new recommendations is leaning towards you know the reels it feels like instagram is changing its identity and yeah. if i'm being honest like i believe they tried this in a way with you know the snapchat when they came up with the stories that instagram started adding uh, adding stories but i think that added more to the mission of instagram of you know keeping you in touch with the people that you're following because you could see more of the 24 hour days of these people the day-to-day you can follow them look behind the scenes and i think it made perfect sense but now with reels i feel like it's too much of a change and it's adding a lot of friction. And some people might not re- be receiving it that way properly, right? Yeah. Or that might be the the thing that is causing people to maybe go on reels and don't engage as much because it's a lot of random con- a lot of random content when they're used to going on Instagram to share with the people that they already know their yeah. circle. I mean, I think that element that you mentioned is so important, right? Like Facebook and, and uh, the feed initially and when Instagram uh, was purchased by them, right? That's one of the core values was like, how do you stay connected with your loved ones, with the people that are close to you in your circles, right? And that's why, you know, profiles had a limit of 5,000 people. I think they still do. And now is something merged where there's like followers in there as well. But 
um, on Instagram, I was like, how do we share initially pictures, right? That was, a, and, and I remember like maybe two weeks ago, Katie was like, oh my gosh, like I can't see any any pictures anymore on Instagram. Everything is reels. And, uh, you know, she yeah. is not in this world at all. She's just a uh, plain consumer of the platform. And um, if she says it, right, I'm sure a lot of other people are as well. So as a business, right, how, how does this impact you, right? Whether uh, TikTok can be, the platform to get discovered, to learn something new, right? So for example, TikTok posted a 67% gain in average daily hours spent per user in the US from 2018 to 2021. That's a lot of time, right? A growth rate that far exceeded that of its rival. According to Bernstein's August report, Facebook and Instagram were up 9% and 11% respectively, right? So this tells us that, you know, people... Uh, are leaning towards TikTok for obviously that type of content, but TikTok is a complete opposite. Instead of getting you connected to the closest circles that you have, TikTok is actually allowing you to discover new and uh, I'm doing air quotes here, exciting things, right? So because the algorithm was built for that. Now, Instagram, like Fonzie was saying, uh, is rebranding in a sense and trying to like tweak that to compete with this platform that was gaining, that gained a lot of terrain very, very quickly, right? Yeah. So- and this is a pretty good example that they show in the in the article, right? They talk about this guy that he makes specific TikToks. He does like live streams and, you know, he plays some music, whatever he does, his magic in there. And he's had great success on TikTok. And then he says that this he posts the same videos, right? He multipurpose those. Uh, <clears throat> if you want to multipurpose your content, you know, reach out to Base Bros for a fractional content team. Uh, we keep going with our regular transmission. So this guy went on and decided to post the same couple of videos on Reels and Shorts and Snapchat. And in every channel, it did amazing except for Reels. So based on that, he was like, well, this is a waste of time and I'm not going to do original content on Reels because this thing is not performing. But just like that, we have a client where we created a video for him, right? Vertical format where it could be published on TikTok and on Instagram Reels, and he did. And at first, the Instagram one didn't grab much traction, honestly. Like the first week or two, I think it got, you know, much traction compared to like his content per se. I think it got like 10,000 views. And on TikTok, it blew up. It was like up to almost a million views. And you're like, wow, that's insane. But then it was crazy. Like week three, the video took off on Instagram and it racked 6.5 million views, right? So that is what makes me, gets me thinking. It's like, okay, well, what made one video, you know, such, so successful in one spot, in one platform and no so, so successful on the other one. And this guy, right, he was very successful on one. He wasn't very successful on the other one. So obviously there's a lot of elements. Is it, you know, the type of story, the type of person that is, you know, sharing this? Is it because it was more story personal based rather than entertaining, right? There's so many elements in there that you could mention and see, okay, why did it yeah. work better on a platform? But this is a thought that I have for a while. And, you know, this is how I learned that the algorithm work. I don't know if it's 100% true because there's not, I, I think there's not that much clarity around this, but this is the best explanation I've heard. And it is that when you post something, let's say it is shown to kind of like a pod of about 100 people and depending on the engagement, how they like it, their consumption rates, 
if it's deemed successful, it is shown to more people, a new part of people. And then those people, depending on their actions, again, it is shown to more. Or if it stops performing, it stops, right? It doesn't get shared anymore. Yeah. And based on that, what I'm thinking is like, what if, you know, literally you're dependent on those pods of people? What if you post the piece of content and it is shown to a, a part of people that they usually engage, right? And then you get more traction rather than being shown to a part of people that don't engage as much, right? And then doesn't get shown to that many people. So I think that would be so interesting, right? Like maybe yeah. post this exact same piece of content like months later and see what happens to that piece of content, right? Uh, again, I think there's so many variables in here yeah. that it's kind of challenging, but at the end of the day, you do got to make a decision or you can have systems in place to create your content and then distribute it individually per platform, right? Con contextualize how Alex or Moses says, contextualize your content per platform, which doesn't take that many resources. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people get intimidated by this fact, right? Because they're used to creating or in their in, in their heads, and we've seen this in processes, right? They try to uh, produce something that's super high quality, right? That requires a lot of resources, a lot of time, uh, and then it gets put out there and then there's no traction, right? But that, in a sense, that content has not been proven to be successful by any means on any of these platforms, right? There's an example here of, uh, I think it was like a recipe. Yeah, a recipe case study, right? That the the guy created something for TikTok, right? And he, he got about 400,000 views and then posted the same thing on Instagram, uh, on Reels, and he got about a million, right? And it was because he slightly changed the edit, right? So mm -hmm. that's part of the process that we have to start playing with. And if you're a company, you have to start putting a lot of volume out there to see what the message that's resonating, right? Like maybe... Maybe it's not about the format. Maybe it's not about the, the quality of the content. And like we said, message over production 100% of the time. So is our mes message actually resonating with the, with the audience that we're putting out there? So maybe, right, maybe this is a new point of view. Um, maybe each platform, uh, we're treating them the same today, but maybe each platform needs to be treated differently with a diff for a different type of audience, right? So maybe Instagram is people that actually are attracted to you, right? Because they follow you. They have that connection. They're closer to the ball. They're closer to your message, right? So maybe that message that you put out there maybe resonates with them a little bit better, right? And yeah. TikTok, right, is that platform that you can put a ton of volume out there, you know, and I'm not talking five things a day, five things a day, uh, a week, I'm talking about five, five, posts, a day. five <laughs> posts a day, 10 posts a day. How can we do that, right? By establishing that process and the systems to to go and, and explore that possibility, right? So what happens out of 10 posts a day, maybe one resonates, but that one hits really hard. And then you have this piece of data that you can use to move forward and create other types of po podcasts or other type of content for different platforms, right? So one example of this is one of our clients. We had a couple of uh, case studies that we were talking about Steve Jobs and and uh, Elon Musk and these personalities, right? And that content tend to grab more attention and people consumed it longer. People saw it, shared it a little bit more. So now we're reworking like the message, still the same message for the company. We're just leveraging that to see what happens, right? And at the same time, it's like, if you remove that friction from the production, it can help a ton. So um, another thing that I found super interesting as we close this episode down is... Uh, on the ad side, right? Obviously, Ooh. this applies to uh, what we've been talking about, applies to organic and in the production in general. But yeah. a lot of people or the report says, right, that there's a ton of uh, more ad money, right, 
uh, Meta has been more expensive to advertise on, in part because that ad platform can be very, very specific to the audience that you look that your exact audience that you're looking for versus the TikTok advertising. Yes, can be cheaper, but it works a little bit more like YouTube. That is more brand awareness, different things, right? Yeah. And again, it's how you structure your content. But I think that was that insight is super interesting, and it can point you in the right direction on how do you want to invest your advertising money in these platforms. Yeah, I mean, again, I think there's a. Uh a few elements in here, right? Whether you are running advertising yourself or you're just trying to do it fully organic, right? Again, sure, you're going to get a lot of eyeballs on TikTok, right? And potentially you're going to get more views. But then I think the question would be, how good are you at redirecting that attention towards an asset that you can own, aka an email list, for example, right? Or a group outside of these social medias. So I think that is very important because you can have all the eyeballs in the world, but if those are not translating into business, right, is it really worth it? So that's thing number one. Now, if you are investing money in ads, they say here in the article that actually Facebook advertisement has been proven way better for conversions. Like people actually click, see the offers, sign in, right? You have all these tracking options. And on TikTok, like my brother mentioned, is more of a brand awareness. Like big companies just come in, put a lot of money and again, build that brand awareness. Yeah. So, you know, if you're a small business, you want to make every dollar count. So guess what? Maybe brand awareness or not maybe probably brand awareness is not the the move for you you want something more direct response where you have you know accounted every dollar that goes into the machine of advertisement yeah. how many dollars are you getting out of that quick reference. and maybe facebook might be the better option in there and sure facebook has become considerably more difficult to advertise on because of apple's um you know update that they did that it limits you know how I guess, personalized or targeted the Facebook ads can be. And that is why Facebook reported a big loss on this previous quarter, if I'm not mistaken. It was mainly because of the advertisement money lost because of that update. But that being said, Facebook still converts way better when it comes to advertisement than yeah. TikTok. I think on a very important point, right? Uh, you can go back and listen to episode three nineteen. We talked about it. This in the last chance, like how do you can be? How can you build that asset, right? Yep. Your list that you can control that traffic, right? So there's mm -hmm. different ways, right? Uh, a very amazing path that we've seen in the last uh, few months has been, or even years, like this has been, you know, you can publish and you can test a bunch of volume in organic side of things that you can put some money behind any of the, that content, see what resonates. You start like building an audience in the paid media, right? Maybe we retarget with some ads so we can actually get that return, but also that will drive them into a place where you can collect their email information and collect that asset. Yeah. So then you can retarget and remessage them for free. You don't have to invest more in ads, right? So, um, uh, there's ways that you can do this. There's ways that you can leverage different platforms. And this is what we said at the very beginning. You must choose. Like, what are, where are you going to go? Uh, what resources are you going to assign to it? What system are you going to put in place? Yeah. So I think this is super uh, exciting. Also, audience age uh, comes into, into place, right? For example, more than 70% of Instagram audience is 25 and older compared to 56% for TikTok, right? So TikTok, clearly a younger audience yeah. that will influence in, in how we create content. Uh, what influencers are we recruiting to help us with the brand? What partnerships to do? So obviously a lot of elements, right? When yeah. when we talk about content, 
this content ecosystem, this content uh, universe can be a little scary, but at the same time is pick what is your framework? How do you create? What are your resources? We talk about this all the time. What are the publishing pyramids that you're putting in place in your business, in your entrepreneurship journey to make sure that you can start testing and uh, acquiring those assets? Absolutely. At the end of the day, you got to have that system in place where, sure, you're creating your content, but at the same time, you're leveraging that attention so you can turn it into business. So plenty of food for thought for you to, you know, sit down and think about how am I first putting my message out there into the world? Am I creating enough content? Do I need to increase my volume? Right? Like, what is that consistency that I have? And then think about now that I have people's attention how am I capitalizing on it, right? Do I, am I sending them to an email list? Am I starting conversations in the DMs? What is that process that you're sticking to to consistently drive revenue into your business? Ah, so good. That's the episode, guys. And thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show and your favorite podcasting platform and on social media at BizBrosCo. That is right. And if we help you today move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to share this episode, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.